In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. And thanks for being here with us today, folks. Folks, boy, I'll tell you what, it is windy in the Windy City today. Chicago is living up to its name. What fun. It's really a great city. I hope you'll come visit sometime. We've got a great topic today. Really looking forward to this show. You know, I'm as guilty as the next guy, right? You see something that you should do for your business, but you're busy in your business. So you think you're doing the right thing, and then you don't have of a plan and it ends up that you're not doing something that's really good for your business. All right. I'm talking about the Facebook fan page. Come on, admit it. You're guilty. You've got a business. You've got a fan page. You put it out there. You threw some comments on it. You got your brand out there. But what's it supposed to do for you? And what are you supposed to do for it? So that's what we're talking about today. We have a very special guest, Brian Carter, and he has been an internet marketing consultant and trainer for 11 years. Wow, that's a long time when you look at the world of social media, right? And offers expert social media training to businesses of all sizes. His online Facebook training course currently serves 5,500 participants. Brian has been profiled by the Wall Street Journal, Information Week, U.S. News, World Report, and Entrepreneur, as well as, as of today, Inc. Magazine online. And I'd love for you to go visit that article today at incinc.com slash author slash Marla hyphen tobacco. And you'll see the interview that I did last week with Brian. And it, it was so much fun. And I learned a lot just from that interview. So I'm really about excited about learning more today. Brian is a co-author of best-selling book, Facebook Marketing, and his latest release is called The Like Economy, How Businesses Are Making Money on Facebook. And uh, I have read that book, and I, I just can't tell you how much I'm learning from it. So it's a keeper. He's also authored an ebook called How to Get More Fans on Facebook. And I'm really interested in learning how to get more fans on Facebook, but really really how to get more coaching participants on Facebook, right? Because we need in business for our, our social activities to translate to revenue. So joining us today again, Brian Carter. Brian, it's good to hear your voice again. Hey, Marla. How are you doing? Thanks for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. 
Well, thanks. I'm so glad you're here. And, and you know, the uh, ink article that we did together went up this morning and it's done really well. We've got lots of people learning from it and commenting on it on Twitter and such. So um, I hope everybody will go over there. And today I'm excited because we're going to chat for a while. Then we're going to bring on one of my clients who has a Facebook fan page and she's got fans, but we're going to find out if she's got a plan or not and, and what we can do to kind to amp up that plan so that'll be fun very cool so so brian tell us a little bit about you how did you begin <laughs> how did you get your start tell us about this uh i had a weird weird path um i'm gonna say that right up front <laughs> i started um you know i was a computer nerd from early on i got a macintosh when i was like 11 and oh. started creating my own fonts so i grew up a nerd um, and then I, I may have recovered a little bit from that, but, um, not completely. Uh, so later on I became an acupuncturist and I started a website that was explaining that to normal people. Like I always had a, pa- a passion for trying to explain complicated things in layman's terms. Uh, but that led me into trying to understand Google and get more traffic. And I got a bunch of traffic and made a bunch of money on ads. And then I learned to do Google AdWords and, advertising got into the client services side of it and later worked for an agency and built a department where we did the search and social for a bunch of companies uh the marketing for that um and then i went solo and Mm -hmm. kind of dove into facebook because i just love to learn new things and then create systems that work for people and get them results and empower them um so i seem to have a big synergy with entrepreneurs um Mm -hmm. and people who are you know, coming from scratch, you know, starting from scratch and trying to, maybe they're disenfranchised or they're trying to work with less. So I try to find things that create um, a big advantage for people. Um, That's kind of my passion to learn those things, create those systems and then teach them to people. You know, it's it's a fun story because here you go from um, filling a need as a solo practitioner, an acupuncturist, to becoming a niche expert as uh, on the things that you learned when you had to fill that need. What a great story! Yeah, I think in retrospect, I didn't. You know, I did, acupuncture is cool; it's great; it helps mm-hmm. people. But I didn't re- practicing it wasn't for me. Learning it was great. <laughs> but <laughs> well, it's but a system it, too. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is, and there are a lot of great people out there that do that to help people. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it wasn't definitely. For me. Mm. Yeah. So, so Brian, you've 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 been in this a long, long time. Tell us, tell us some, at least one of your favorite stories uh, with with um, maybe a client or somebody you've encountered who was just doing it all wrong, and then they worked with you, and uh, we saw some changes. Oh, geez. Well, I mean, I you know, I I, I don't I don't know if anybody was doing it all wrong. Um, but everybody has one thing or another that they can do better. Um, boy, way to put me on the spot, Marla. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know, I know that you took at least one client to a, a very high success level by, um, increasing their fans quite a bit. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I can tell you that I had a vet supply company that I, I helped. You know, they just, you know, they weren't doing Facebook ads very well, and I came in and, and did the ads for them. And, and, you know, so we went from fans that cost a dollar to fans that cost 10 cents a piece, and they were able to get 30,000 fans in a couple months. Um, you know, that's one angle. Um, there was, you know, I remember working with, for a while we worked at the agency I was at with a company that was just a local uh, car rental place, and we took their AdWords profitability from about 200% to 900%. Whoa. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, hello, Brian. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's and it's all very nerdy, but it's all about optimization and testing. You know, I mean, I you know, I I you have to take, you know, there's a couple ways to do marketing. You can just throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go try to think. You know, you can go out and think you're some creative genius, and and try one thing and that's it. Or you can treat it like a science experiment and try 10 different things and one of them works and you failed your way to success because you stopped doing the nine things that didn't work. Right. Right. Um, if you go that route, you're more likely to succeed. And I just took, I love doing stand up comedy and improv as a hobby. And, um, I took an improv class this weekend and, and it was awesome. The lady who was from Chicago and second city and, she said, um, you have to fail your way to success, just like Abraham Lincoln did, right? right. Just like so many people do. If you're not, a, if, if you're too afraid to fail, if you're too afraid to t- try a bunch of things, or if you're so proud that you think uh, you know ahead of time what's going to work, then you're less likely mm-hmm. to succeed. Yeah, I I love that thing, and it's so funny because it must mean something. The universe is delivering it to me full uh, on full impact right now because you're the third successful individual I've spoken to in about a week who has used that phrase. <laughs> and yeah. it's been, you know, it's a very empowering phrase because it gives you permission to step outside of the box and to allow yourself to stumble and fail and to and therefore take risk. And entrepreneurs. Right cannot be a risk ad- adverse. So I love that. Right. So, so Yeah, risk is huge. I mean, like if you study the stock markets, you learn that um, the companies that succeed the most and the investors that succeed the most, are they're basically getting paid for taking risks. The more risk you take, the more reward there is. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. And and so the entrepreneurs that I worked with work with in my coaching practice, I have to say, most of them know that they need a Facebook page, but most of them, probably 100% of them, really, they know why. They, they kind of get it because, well, they know that everyone else is doing it. But we wouldn't know how to begin a strategy. You know, and start, right. start to really build that strategy. So, can you give us a few key questions to ask when we sit down and say, "Okay, it's time for me to put up a Facebook page for my company." What do I need to consider? Well, yeah, let's. Let, this will this will go along really well with that that interview, so people can refer to this later if they if they want to. Um, the, first off, you know, um, don't assume you need a page, okay? Because 
like I said in there, um, if your business is really boring and you, or if you don't feel like you're going to be able to commit to posting every day and to thinking about what people are going to respond to and what they're not, then you really should not invest in fans. You really shouldn't because it's going to be a waste of your money. Um, unless you can keep them interested, they're, they're, you're, you're not going to remain visible to them. They're not going to go back to your Facebook page. They might see your posts in their news feed on their homepage if you mm-hmm. get them to click like and, and or comment on your posts, right? Mm-hmm. So you need to think about, like, who are these people and what do they respond to? You're not going to know all that ahead of time because, like I said before, you're going to be a scientist about this, so you're going to develop some theories about what kind of content they like and okay. what they will respond to and what they won't. You'll test that out. You'll, okay. you'll look, and then you'll look at the results. All right. See. Brian, we're, we're going to go into a quick break, and we'll be back here in just a minute. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Girlfriended is on Toginet. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central with your hosts, Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. This show is your chance to share, learn, laugh, and connect with other women. The Girlfriended Principle was born out of loss. Lisa had recently had her mother pass away from cancer, and my mom um, was murdered. A man just walking into a room and started a 23-second shooting spree. I think one of the things we both realized going through those tragedies that you can be extremely okay and be extremely sad. Check out Girlfriended.com. And then be a part of Girlfriended, the radio show, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. You know, your boyfriend or, or your husband or whatever, they don't totally understand that emotional side to a woman like another woman does. And I think that's so important just to have somebody that you go, she gets me. Check out the website, Girlfriended.com. Don't miss Girlfriended with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Was sad, right? Cause he had a death kill mommy and dad, right? But that ain't the case, nope. it wasn't his fate, no. Nope. The walls never struggled to communicate. Y'all wave your hands, look who's on. Yeah. It's the code of man Keith, and he's number one. It's that Keith Wine Show on Toginet.com, Wednesday nights at 8, 7 Central. Every week, that Keith Wine Show will have guests that share their experiences, expertise, opinions, and personal lives with us to hopefully help us better understand others. The topics and guests will come from the American Sign Language community. For more on Keith Wine and the show, go to his website, KeithWanWANN.com. Listen with an open mind and willingness to learn and help with the cultural bridge. Number, number one, Keith's number one. Everybody Don't miss that Keith Wan show Wednesday nights at eight seven central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude. And Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now back to your host, Marla Tabaka. 
And we're here today with internet marketing consultant and author, Brian Carter. Make sure to pick up a copy of Brian's latest book, The Like Economy, How Businesses Are Making Money on Facebook. And Brian, going into break, you're saying not everybody really should have a Facebook page. Those dull businesses where you can't include those puppy pictures may not do too well, huh? That's right. That's right. And I hope you like my rap song. Did you hear that? That was Uh, me rapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought that was you. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Um, Yeah. um, No, that's true. Like, you know, there's a saying that, like, um, I'm going to butcher this saying, but, you know, if you help other people achieve their dreams, you'll make, you know, all kinds of money and be successful or whatever. That's paraphrasing it. But um, but if whoever you're serving, um, you're going to be as successful on Facebook as uh, as you understand them and as you're able to, to get them to interact with you. So if you go to the fan page and, and, uh, and fan marketing approach, you're going to have to keep these people liking and commenting on your posts to remain visible. That's the Achilles heel of, of fan page marketing. Um, so the alternative is to, take what you already do well in your business, whether it's email marketing or e-commerce on your site, and just use Facebook advertising to get more people into that funnel. If you're already doing something like that well, then, you know, do you really want to learn how to do this whole new fan marketing thing? I mean, I've seen the reason I'm kind of a contrarian on that is that I've seen a lot of people get a bunch of fans, but they have no idea how to get those people to to respond to them Mm -hmm. on Facebook. And then before they realize it, and (laughs) they may not even look at their analytics, their their page insights to realize it, but they may only be reaching like five or 10% of those people. You know, Mm -hmm. they, they assume some people incorrectly assume that all their fans are seeing all their posts. So, you know, that's, that's the contrary and downside of it. But if, if yeah, like you said, if if you <laughs> if you're dealing with animals or um, anything that that's culture or lifestyle or music or something that's art or or visual or very exciting, then you can go you can go crazy with Facebook. You can get people. Yeah. Let's say you're you're into fishing. You can get people to post pictures of the fish they've caught. You know they'll they'll go nuts with that. Um, but if you provide accounting services you know how much do people really want to talk about that and and no matter how creative you want to get about accounting it's (laughs) how (laughs) exciting can you make it what are you going to do like show a a puppy with like some glasses on and you know doing taxes i mean yeah yeah (laughs) that's a topic we all want to avoid (laughs) yeah people don't really want to talk about certain things you know i I, I, I made a, a client really mad once because I, uh, you know, I, I, they were, they're a bank and I told them, you know what, nobody really wants to have uh, a relationship with their bank. They don't really want to go to a party with their, their banker. You know, they just, they just don't. I'm sorry. Um <laughs> <laughs> and yet, so, you'll find one of those guys at every Leeds Club meeting that you go to, right? Wanting to build relationships. Right. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. maybe he's a great guy, but I mean, yeah. you know, on Facebook, you know, is there really an interesting conversation to be had? And people right. go so far afield trying to make it interesting 
that they post things that aren't really relevant that don't actually get them more business. And that that's the bottom line measurement is, mm-hmm. is this really moving the needle for you financially? Right. Um, so that's why I say look at what's already working for you, what's already moving the needle and then plug Facebook into that. So, so Brian, I think, I think a common question would be when you say, you know, the Facebook fans route or the Facebook advertising route was, would be, well, don't I need a fan page in order to advertise effectively on Facebook? No, you don't. You don't. I mean, I, I tell people, yeah, you should have a fan page so that people can like you if they want, you know, so that you can own your brand. Mm-hmm. But the question is, how many? How much money and how much time do you want to put into the to the page? Um, you you know you do not need a Facebook page. You just need to be a Facebook user to do Facebook ads. Okay, and it sounds like it it could be expensive. Uh, it depends on what you think expensive is. <laughs> if, you think, if you think you know, if you think. Uh, you know, 20 to 50 cents a click is expensive. You probably haven't done internet advertising before. Um, or you haven't thought about how much it costs you to acquire customers normally. Um, you know, how much does it cost you to acquire an email? How much does it cost you normally to acquire a customer? Um, when you do internet marketing, you have to reach people somehow. You mm-hmm. have to find that audience of potential of potential buyers and reach them somehow. And you're either going to do that with your time by doing everything manually, and then there's a value on your time where you're paying somebody to do that, um, or you just pay for clicks and you target the right people with ads. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, <laughs> there's some people who don't like advertising, either because it has a very obvious cost to it and they don't look at the cost of their time that they're spending mm-hmm. doing other things. And instead, or um, or they're snobby about it for some reason, or they think of TV advertising as being entertaining and not effective. Um, but there's, you know, in the last 10 years that I've done all this stuff, I've seen like that company that got 900% ROI for their car rental business, that was through Google advertising. You know, mm-hmm. so you, there are really profitable ways to do internet advertising and Facebook's just the latest one. The advantage it has is you can reach um, a TV or radio-sized audience up to 800 million people in the world or 155 million in the United States. You can target down to just the specific people you want, only reach those people, and pay you know about a fifth of what it costs to do Google Ads. Mm. Um, you can start for five bucks a day, and you know so if you know, spending 150 bucks to do a month of tests is expensive to you. I, I don't think you're going to stay in business anyway. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, yeah. So, so you mentioned the cost comparison with with Google Ads, and I, I have a funny story that I want to share so that um, we can teach people something here too on my yeah. my expense. Uh, when I first started <laughs> coaching, um, I learned a modality that's very important to my coaching. It's called EFT, the Emotional Freedom Techniques, and EFT is great for addressing uh, limiting beliefs and um, stumbling blocks and even depression. And so I thought, well, I'm going to I'm going to do some Google ads and and I'm going to target, you know, as my keyword depression. 
because I know oh. I can really help it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. like, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Needless to say, that didn't work. Which brings me to my question, Brian. You know, with with AdWords, I always advise my clients to find an expert to help them because, you know, you could end up spending a lot of money targeting the wrong audience if you really don't understand keywords and AdWords and know what you're doing. Is it that way in Facebook as well? Um, I think it is. I mean, you have two choices when you do something and when you do anything with the internet, you either learn to do it or you hire somebody. Um, and the people in the worst position are those that feel they can't learn or don't have the time and don't have the money to pay anybody because then they can't really take advantage of it. So you really either have that choice. You know, you hire somebody. And, you know, there are a lot of people out there now that do Google advertising because it's been around for years. There are not as many that do Facebook advertising. Um you know, because it's newer. Um, so, you know, that's, that's, yeah, I, I would say, I, I think, you know, there are some people that just are, are not able to use the computer very well. I mean, to be quite honest, there are, you know, there are, there are people who didn't grow up like me as a nerd using a computer for the last 27 years. It's like, right. you know, it's like breathing for me, but mm-hmm. there are other people who are not so those people are going to have a tough time doing anything with Facebook advertising or even even Facebook pages. I feel like sometimes when I teach Facebook to people, I have to apologize to them that Facebook made things so complicated um, and convoluted because, like, sometimes just explaining to people the difference between a profile and a page or what people see versus what they see, that, that it's complicated for some people. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, the, the people who are really going to benefit from this are the ones who are, are going to be able to hire somebody to do this for them or, you know, do something like buy my book or something and learn how to do it themselves, you know. Um, like we talked about at the beginning, um, you have to fail your way to success. So, you know, if you're one of those people who can't afford to hire somebody but you think you can learn it, um, I would encourage you to do that because, you know, like something we talked about a little bit when when you interviewed me before, there are opportunities that come along on the Internet every few years that are, uh, you know, very profitable because they're new and they're not that expensive and they're not that competitive yet. As soon as it gets competitive, like Google ads are now, it gets very, very expensive. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there are certain niches where, it's just too expensive on Google to acquire a customer. You just can't make a profit. Right. Um, right. But but Facebook ads are at the point right now where it's really profitable. The bar is lower. So, you know, there's a little bit of room for you to take some time and, and fail your way to success. Yeah. So, so now is really the time to get your book and get educated. Um, Brian, we've got about 30 seconds till break. Tell our audience where they can find you online. Yeah, just Google Brian Carter or, um, or Amazon, um, the like economy. Great, great. And when we come back, we are going to invite one of my fabulous clients to join us, Amy Wright. And Amy and her business partner, Michelle, have a a great company called 
Amy Michelle, and they manufacture and distribute beautiful handbags and uh, diaper bags. And they certainly have a fan page, and we're going to see if Brian can help them make better use of their fan page. So thanks for joining us today. Come back after the break, and here we go. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central, Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward. With tips, tools, and advice, and hard lessons learned, these pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central, on Doginet.com. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And welcome back. So this is going to be fun. We're here with internet marketing strategist Brian Carter and uh Amy Wright from Amy Michelle Go Totes. And if you want to join us in taking a look at uh, Amy's Facebook page, just search Amy Michelle Go Totes on Facebook and come on, hop on and join us. So, Brian, meet Amy Wright. Hey, Amy. Hi, Brian. It's great to see you. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Hi, Marla. Hey, Amy, thanks for joining us. So you've got this great page, and I think you've done a a good job of engaging your fans, and I'm sure Brian is taking a look at it. So I'll let you go ahead, Brian, and take the reins here. Cool. Well, so so, 
Um, Amy, can you first give us like a thumbnail on like who is your target buyer and who's your best? Yeah, who's your best customer? Sure. Um, as Marla said earlier, we um, produce and manufacture handbags for both women um, for work and travel, but we also produce um, diaper bags um, for having babies, obviously. Originally, we started as a diaper bag company, but found that 50% of the people were using them just as tote bags. Huh. Really, cool. it's, but it's also women as they as their children have gotten over older have found that just the organization in the bag itself is a great bag, and they use it for work and travel bags. Um, mm-hmm. Overall, customer is kind of two di- two completely different customers. We have the mommy customer, and then we have the mom. You know, the woman who is a little bit, her children are older, and she's maybe, you know, more in her career or traveling or not necessarily needing a diaper bag, but needing a great tote bag. Right. And do you think, so here's something I say, like, to to people when they have two really different audiences um, that sometimes freaks them out. Um, what if you had two different pages? We've not tried two different pages. Right now we just have the one page, um, and we yeah. try and kind of blend the two together. And I'm not, sure right. we do, I'm not sure we do that so well. Yeah, that, well, that's, I think that's the issue. Is like, um, so in the first half, one of the things I mentioned was that you, people will stop seeing your posts if they don't engage with them, right? So the key with posts is, is really hitting them emotionally with every post. Um, so if you have, you know, if you have people who, um, if you're trying to hit people with a mom message for diaper bags, you might really, you don't necessarily turn off the other people that don't have kids or babies, but they don't respond, right? So where I'm going with that? Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. So managing, you would just recommend having two completely separate pages. How do you direct people to that then, say, on our website? So, um, Yeah, then you're talking about, like, two – so, so and this is hypothetical, right? We can talk about this for a few minutes, and you may decide you don't want to go that route. So we, we can talk about your existing page as well. But um, are, do you have a like box anywhere on your, on your site? We do on just our regular site, and it's just amymichelle.com. Yeah. Where Where's the like box? Uh, I believe it's in the upper right-hand corner of the homepage. Ah, uh, okay. So that's a link. That's a link to to Facebook. Um, but a like box is something that actually displays some of your like it'll it'll display your fans' faces. And anybody that goes to the page will actually see their friends. If they have any friends that like your page, they'll see their friends' faces. Okay. So you recommend so adding like box to our homepage? I would, I would recommend that. And, and if you were to do two different pages, I would consider setting up your site to um, have two different sections, one for moms and one for you know professionals or just you know regular what i don't know how you would call it like like is there is it any woman that's not a mom that's using it um it's primarily women that are working or traveling but yes it's it's basically 
it's a tote bag um, that, you know, a woman would want who is organized. Okay. And organ okay. So that and that's a good that's a good psychographic insight. Like like are these women that are so so one of the things I'm gonna drive at here is like trying to understand like who your target audience member is in more detail than just a woman. So like if she's a if she's a more organized type of woman than normal? Right. She wants fashion and she wants function. She wants the function of an organized bag, but she wants to look like a fashionista. So she wants to okay. look when she's carrying the bag, but at right. the end of the day, she wants to be able to know where all of her stuff is inside of that bag and be organized. Okay. Well, so those are those are really important things because that, you know, if you choose to do ads to get more people to become fans, that can help you figure out how you're going to target people because um, you can target, like, like I think a magazine like Real Simple does a lot of stuff like that, right? Yes. Right. So that would, so you could target people who, women who like Real Simple Magazine uh, with, a, with an ad that talks about, um, you know, how this, this tote helps them stay organized and, and fashionable. Um, and even if you don't do Facebook ads, you, you want to do posts that talk about organizing the home, organizing the life, and so on, right? Um, so I see, like, because... Because I'm looking down your page, and, and here, so here's where I think it becomes an issue. You know, you, you need to understand what percentage of your audience is not moms because, you know, the the post about making snowflakes um, with the kids is great for moms, but it's going to just seem irrelevant to everybody else. Right. Um, no, absolutely. And what happens is then, like, let's say – like when we quantify what percentage of your fans like and comment on your posts, um, let's say you could get 1% and that was really good, which actually is. Um, if you divide your posts between two different incompatible or somewhat compatible audiences, you might divide your results in half and you get 0.5% response instead. And, you know, this this way that Facebook chooses who to show stuff to um it's a little bit harsh, so you might go below the threshold you need to remain visible to a bunch of your fans. Um, so, in other words, every post you do that doesn't appeal to all of your audience reduces your visibility. So, in that, so in that, they're choosing not to not to follow us anymore, or how does it reduce the visibility? Oh no, see, it's not Facebook chooses what to show. People, you know how you log into Facebook and you'll see a bunch of posts from people and pages that you've liked? Correct. You don't see everything. You only see the things Facebook thinks you want to see. They use an algorithm that's called EdgeRank or GraphRank to, to decide that. So, so let's say you go and you've liked um, the Coca-Cola page. And if you never like or comment on any of their posts, you're going to stop seeing their posts when you log into Facebook. You'll still be a fan, but they'll be invisible as far as you're concerned. Hmm. Okay. And how do you combat that then at any point? Are you they're just lost? Well, yeah, once they're lost, it's really difficult to get them back. Um, you can run an ad that's called a sponsored story that can show your posts 
to fans that are no longer seeing your posts. But, you know, that kind of, you know, this is why in the first half I talked about the downside of, of fan page marketing is it's really, it's, it, it's, it's, it takes time and it takes understanding your audience and it takes, you know, confronting issues like this, like do we need two pages instead um, to ensure that every message we put out is interesting to that audience. Um, so, so it's a difference between organizing your page. So right now your page is organized around one thing, which is your product. And it's not organized around your customer because you have two different customers. Okay. So you can, um, one thing we were talking about, and, and we didn't, we didn't get to this, but it, you can, if you go into, like, are you on your page right now? I am on my, our page right now. So look at the, like, the left side under that main photo. You see those tabs, like the wall and info and things like that? Yes. Do you see one that's called Insights? One second. <clears throat> no, I don't. I see the pe- I see the pictures of the people. Um, mm-hmm. on there, um, uh, at the top of it, I see, you know, the login and it says find friends or home. That's no, go to your, if you go, no, I'm sorry. You would go to the Amy Michelle go page. Oh, I'm sorry. Just one second. I thought if I was on there and then I hit refresh and it popped me onto my personal one. Sorry about that. Just one oh, second. Okay. Yeah. So this is interesting, Brian. We're looking for a tab that says Insights. What what will a page owner find under that tab? Well, um, you're going to see um, how many people like your page, how many people are liking it over time, like new likes per day. Uh, wow. You'll actually be able you'll be able to see. You, there's actually a way to go in and look at who all those people are. So you could go look at their profiles if you want. You might wow. only see their public public profile. But um, the, the thing I want, really want to key in once you find that, Amy, and, and you click on Insights is to go to under Insights, you'll see three different things, likes, reach, and talking about this. Okay, so I don't see the Insight button, but I see the, I see the total it says. So is it on the left side or the right side? It'll be on the left side. Okay. You can see, like, wall, wall info, and then there should be a – if you're the if you're an admin for the page, it should you should have an Insights tab. So we're going to go into a break here in a few seconds, you guys, and uh, we'll connect you and, and get into the Insights page so that we can gain some insights. But that's really cool to know, and that's something I didn't know until talking to you, Brian, that we have all of these really intense sort of analytics on our Facebook pages. And it's it that's an important thing for everybody to know because you can look at what's working and what's not and change your strategy. So we'll be back with more strategy in just a minute. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. 
It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. I love it. Debbie Glickman and Deanna Cohen know it. Join these soul sisters on Toginet.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. Showcases two sides. One, to help entrepreneurs showcase their products and tell their story of their happily ever after. And two, to interview people who have realized their own fairy tale and doing something to benefit others. This show is here to help folks who have an idea and want to get it off the ground, as well as to inspire people to make the world a better place by doing something extraordinary or out of the box to help others. Both of these entrepreneurs have their own businesses and websites. With more information on their passions and successes, first for Debbie, FairytaleWishesInc.com. And for Deanna, TheNextBigZing.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. With the Soul Sisters, Debbie Glickman and Deanna Cohen on toginet.com. Was sad because right. he had a death deal, mommy and dad. Right. But that ain't the case. Nope. It wasn't his fate. No, nope. the walls never struggled to communicate. Ha. Y'all wave your hands. Look who's on. It's the code of man Keith, and he's number one. It's that Keith Wine Show on Toginet.com, Wednesday nights at 8, 7 Central. Every week, that Keith Wine Show will have guests that share their experiences, expertise, opinions, and personal lives with us to hopefully help us better understand others. The topics and guests will come from the American Sign Language community. For more on Keith Wan and the show, go to his website, KeithWanWann.com. Listen with an open mind and willingness to learn and help with the cultural bridge. Number, number one, Keith's number one. Everybody back, put the code of man's on. Don't miss that Keith Wan Show, Wednesday nights at 8, 7 Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And we're here with internet marketing strategist Brian Carter. And Brian is working with Amy Wright of Amy Michelle. So check out her website too, amymichelle.com, if you're looking for a fabulous new bag, travel bag, or diaper bag. So okay, you guys, go ahead. Let's let's get to work here. Cool. So yeah, I don't see access to it. So why don't you go into Insight? It just went in there. Sorry. Couldn't get the uh, the uh, I can never read the um, the little automated scripts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like uh, I'm going to apologize for Facebook being complicated again, even though I don't work for them. Um, yeah, so so if we go into the insight, okay, um, well, I'm in, and you should be able to go in there now and see it. Okay. Yeah, we're going to look at the first tab, which is, um, it just is the first insights tab. And you'll see um, a list of your recent posts. If you scroll down, you'll see first a chart and then of, of all the people that are liking and talking about your page over time. And then you scroll down and you'll see like individual posts that you put out. It'll tell you how many people you have reached with each post. How many people have engaged, which means liked or commented on that post, um, and the virality or how many people share those posts. So then you'll be able to look at each post and see which one's getting traction, which one's not, right? So you can put your scientist hat on, if scientists wore hats, um, 
and and say you know which thing is which approach is working to really engage my audience and which isn't right and you'll also be able to answer this question like how many people am i really reaching do you see that the number for reach i don't so i see on the insights page i see the graphic yeah scroll down um, under that you can choose like reach or talking about this um do you see it's, a list of posts by date? It's trying to generate the post, I think, right now. Ah, uh, okay. So it's going to show you, you know, the number of people you reach with each post. Um, and when that comes up, tell me how much it is, like, or what the range is. Because most people are surprised, like, like Marla mentioned in that interview we did, about most pages are reaching about 17% of their fans. So, you know, you may have on your page, I think, what, like 2,800-some fans? Or no, 2,361 fans. Right. Uh, but that doesn't matter if you're only reaching, like, 400 of them, right? Right. I didn't even realize this was here on Facebook. So, mm -hmm. And we do have the Google Analytics set up, but it doesn't seem it gives us any information. So... Right. Well, I noticed that. I see you have a Google Analytics tab. The problem with Facebook is that there's no way to put Google Analytics on the wall or the posts or anything. Um, I mean, you can set it up so that links you put in posts can be tracked once people get to your website. But um, Facebook's not super compatible with Google Analytics. Right. Um, and, and I think the way that you set it up isn't, isn't going to work. The other thing that you could add to your page would be a, a welcome tab so the people who are not fans, um, when they first come to your page, they see some kind of welcome message and, and it says, like, let's say they've never been to your site and they want to know what your business is all about. Um, it's kind of like a front page for your, for your, for your Facebook page. Got it. Okay. So this is still, I, and I'm not sure why, uh, it's still trying to generate it, but at the very top it says the total likes. Um, then it says the friends of, friends of fans. People talking, about it was uh, 98, and then weekly total reach was 30. Yeah, what's the Weekly total reach is 1338. Oh, that's not bad. That's, you know, <laughs> you might think it's bad, but it's not 2300. But, um, but I've seen much worse. I mean, because you're... You're actually reaching more than half of your yeah. fans on a weekly basis, so that's not that's not bad. Um, I would say so. Let's say you don't want to go like with another Facebook page because it's too complicated, and and you think you're doing well enough, and and I would understand that. Um, then let's say, how do you get um, more likes and comments, and get maybe more of those people back engaged again? Right. Um, so, so the way. Yeah. Um, I apologize for interrupting. One, one trend that we have noticed is um, people will comment on more kind of, we call it kind of quirky stuff, um, kind of <laughs> trivia or news-related. We posted just recently about a woman who um, allowed her son, who was 10 years old, to get a tattoo. Um, yeah. We didn't get a lot of comments. We did get some, you know, some, some interaction between what they were yeah. yeah, I think it's I think it's good. I think it's risky on a certain level because anytime you do something that's controversial or negative, 
you might actually be pulling the people who are more negative out of the woodwork. Right. Um, like, like in the long term, one of the things that's cool about Facebook is that since there's no dislike button, a lot of what people do is more about what they like and, and what they're positive about. And um, so over time, I mean, yeah, on a temporary basis, that, that gets you more comments, and that's great. Um, but I would be careful with it. it it's kind of like playing with dynamite. Um, so going with for for more positive, quirky things might be good. And you know, like Marla and I joked about, if you can throw in puppies or babies. Um, and the other thing is that 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 posting that that what you posted with the tattoo can get comments, but it goes to another site. So if there's any traffic going off that post, it's not going to your site. Um, so you can. You know, one thing you can do is with your blog, you can actually blog about that little news item and link to it so that your post actually, it, it, it still talks about the same thing, but it goes to your blog first mm-hmm. instead of to ABC News. Got it. Okay. Um, and what else? It, it, the thing that people like and comment on the most are photos. So if you put in these photos of, of the totes or of of uh, babies or or you know put a put a puppy in the tote and take a picture, <laughs> um, <laughs> then and 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 throw in throw in a, a link to the site. Make sure, you know you you always have a chance to get people to go to your site. Remember they're they're probably not coming back to this page very much. They're just seeing a post show up in their on their on their Facebook homepage, right? right. So uh, if you want them to go to your site. You want to have a link in there. And if you really want a lot more responses, tell them what to do. Tell them to click like if they like this picture. Mm-hmm. Or tell them, you know, ask them a question and tell them to comment below. Um, just telling people what to do increases your responses. Okay. And, Brian, um, explain the benefit of having the opt-in page like you were talking to about the little home page for your, your page. Well, um, yeah, you know, like if people don't know much about your business, it gives you an opportunity to to introduce it, for one thing. Um, you, you know, some businesses will give away something in order to get a like for people that show up there. Um, if you go to the Red Bull page, just so they, they have a bunch of arrows pointing up to the like button to get more of those people to click like. Um the way you set it up, really, that the only people who will ever see that welcome page are people who haven't liked your page yet. Um, so I, I noticed too, like I went to your to your site, and almost the first thing I always want to click on on a website is the about us page that tells me in ten seconds what you're all about, and you don't have a page like that. So it's the same kind of thing. I think you need that on both your site and your. Um, Facebook page, like, tell me in 10 seconds what you have and who it's for, so I know if it's for me and if I should care or not, you know? Okay. We actually, so we called it created for you, so we got a little creative, and we need to go back to the basics. Oh, created for you. Yeah, I would have no idea what that means, so I didn't even see it. Got it. Would would you recommend, Brian, that uh, Amy has an opt-in on her on her page? Um, Do you? Yeah. Do you, uh, Amy? Do you get much out of your email list? Does it work for you? We do. Yeah, we do. Um, When? Yes, 
<laughs> yeah, then definitely, definitely put in 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 that welcome tab. Uh, put a, a a little opt-in like widget or something for your email list there. In addition to that mm-hmm. introduction to the to what you offer. Okay. Yeah, then you'll yeah. have all those names to add to your database, which is amazing. Okay, and, and you you know you you want to have one page on your website that's devoted specifically to getting an email and telling them why they should give you the email. Um, so that way you could actually put that link into a Facebook post at some point if you want. Um, cause otherwise you'll have to tell them just to go to what, to the homepage or to any page and sign up, but there'll be other things distracting them from doing that. Okay. Okay. Amy, we have two minutes till the end of the show. Any, any questions here? No, I think this is fabulous input. I mean, definitely opened up the whole um, different area for the Facebook and helping to understand it. Um, and you are right. It's very difficult to create and maintain that interaction on the fan. So I'll definitely look into the Facebook advertising just to see as an alternative to complement what we're doing. Right. And it's extremely affordable to get to make you know your target audience aware like those people don't even know that your company exists. It's really, uh, you know, forget what you're going to cost, uh, what's going to cost you per click. It's going to cost you probably about 25 cents per thousand people that see an ad about your uh, brand. So over time, more people will be aware of you if you just do Facebook ads. Well, great. Thank you so much for your time and help. Sure. Sure. Thanks. Great. Thanks for joining us, Amy. Brian, this has been so much fun. Thank you so much for for helping Amy. And, uh, you know, I kind of, after reading your book, I I know what you're talking about, so I'll be able to help her a little more. So thank you for that. (laughs) Is there there anything you'd like to leave our audience with, Brian? Uh, No, just a smile and a positive (laughs) feeling about the world. No, thanks for having me. Um, It was fun. Thanks. It's been amazing. Thank you, Brian Carter. Make sure to check out Brian's new fit, new book, The Like Economy, so that you can really make your Facebook page count. And this is Marla Tabaka. Thanks for joining us this week. It's been a really fun show. I hope you've enjoyed it. And uh, reach out if you have any questions. So everybody have a great week. We'll see you here next week. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka on Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there, and if you've